following is a presentation of Main Street Media, your source for news, sports, and information on Main Street in Middle Tennessee. Welcome in to Main Street Sports today, live from Murphy Center in Murfreesboro, side of the TWSAA Blue Cross Championships today on the program. We will be joined by Summit Boys Basketball Coach Jim Fay, former East Nashville coach, by the way. Also, we will be joined by Michael Odom of the Mirror Exchange from Milan, Tennessee. We'll talk a little um, high school basketball with him. Speaking of basketball, the NCAA tournament's obviously underway. Tennessee with a huge win yesterday. We'll react to all of that day one, preview day two. And you never know who else may stop by. We're live from Murphy Center. This is Main Street Sports today for Friday, March 18th, 2022. Now with the Hall of Famer Mo Patton, here's the Sundrop Kid from Alabama, Chris Yow. Oh, what is going on, folks? Hope you guys are having a phenomenal, phenomenal end of the week. It's Friday, and it doesn't get any better than being right here at Murphy Center for the state semifinals in three of the four classifications. I know that a lot of folks are getting ready for tomorrow's state finals, but you got to get there first, and the only way to get there is to win today, or unless you are in the Class 2A, you won yesterday. So we will get into all of that uh, a little bit later today. Show Mo, how are you? I'm all right. I'm all right. It's Friday. That's a good thing. It's, there's that. Um, you guys ready for all of the things we've got going on this weekend? I'm not ready for all of the things we've got going on. I'm ready for a couple of the things we've got going on. <laughs> Some of them I don't have to be worried about. Well, JP. Yes, sir. <laughs> why don't you tell us about all the things we have going on this weekend? Give us yesterday's results, today's, or this weekend's schedule on The Rundown. This is The Rundown. The Friday Rundown is brought to you by Chip Walters of Exit Realty, Bob Lamb & Associates. The voice of the Blue Raiders also wants to be your trusted advisor in real estate. Contact Chip at 615-542-1915 or through his website at choosechip.net. Chip Walters, proud to support local youth sports in southern Middle Tennessee. All right, here we go. High school boys basketball, the Class 1A quarterfinals. Hampton over West Carroll, 60-56. It was Clay County easily over North Green, 70-42. Peabody 63-48 over McKenzie. East Robertson down to MAHS by a single point, 50-49. The Class 2A semis. Milan 59-41 winners over Tyner Academy. He was East Nashville 64-53 over Power Center. High School Baseball, a busy, busy Thursday. Lipscomb Academy, 2-1 winners over Bob Jones from Alabama. Gallatin falls to Hillcrest from Alabama. It was uh, Ravenwood down by Leon from Florida. 8-4. Brentwood defeated Milton, Florida, 8-3. Westmoreland over Gatlinburg, Pittman, 10-8. It was Lebanon, 3-2 winners over Anderson County. Stacia Camp fell to Carnes, 10-9. CPA shut out McMinn County, 7-0. 
Shelbyville fell to Murfreesboro Central 8-1. It was Station Camp 9, South Doyle 1. Blackman 6-5 winners over Warren County. DCA 12-0 over Gordonsville. MTCS 19-1 winners over Laverne. It was Portland 8-1 winners over Macon County. Oakland 8-3 over Hardin Valley. Riverdale gets a win over Grissom from Alabama. Siegel 22-2 over Father Ryan. Wilson Central falls to Smyrna 6-2. Nolensville downed by Stewart's Creek 7-6. Loretta falls to Russell from Alabama 10-5. East Higman 7-6 winners over Mount Pleasant. Portland 13-5 winners over Sycamore. Marshall County falls to Richland 4-3. Brentwood 15-0 over Noble from Oklahoma. Columbia Central 7-5 and a milestone victory for Coach Pickle. We'll talk about that coming up, I'm sure. Hickman County 11-1, winners over Hampshire. It was Clarksville 5-4 over Henry County. Innsworth down Dixon County 8-7. Independence shut out Dixon County 10-0. Uh, Rossview 10-7 winners over Bartlett and Springfield over Gordonsville 4-3. High school softball, Blackman, 12-5 winners over Tullahoma. Community, 6-3 over Kolioka. It was DeKalb County, 15, Murfreesboro Central, 5. Marshall County, 4-3 winners over Columbia Central. Riverdale, 5-0, shutting out West Ridge. Bearden, 4-3 winners at Riverdale. Rockville, 6-5 winners over Stewart's Creek. It was Mount Pleasant, 11-3 over Perry County. Summertown, 5-3 over Wayne County. On the pitch, boys soccer from Thursday, Laverne 9, White House 1, Riverdale 2-1 winners over Lebanon, Murfreesboro Central 4-2 over Rockville, and Columbia Central over Shelbyville 3-2. NCAA men's basketball in March Madness, the three-seeded Vols easily over Longwood 88-56. In women's basketball, the WNIT Vanderbilt big over Murray State 73-47. And MTSU, right on this floor, defeated Wofford 86-56. In the NHL, it was the Flyers over the Preds 5-4. Now, to our Friday and weekend schedule. Basketball today at the state championship where we are. East Robertson uh, versus Hampton. It is Peabody versus Clay County. Uh, those are 1A semifinals, 3A semifinals, uh, Greenville over Stone Memorial earlier today, and it was Jackson Southside over Fulton in a thriller. 4A semifinals, Bartlett and Dobbins-Bennett currently in action, and Dobbins-Bennett leading 37-34, that in the third quarter. Later on, it'll be Lebanon and Bearden. High school baseball, doubleheader in DeKalb County for Lawrence County, Tennessee Heat and Joe Burns will play. Kolioka host community Riverside Christian at Hampshire. Loretta welcomes Spring Hill in the Lamb Cup. Eagleville at Mount Pleasant today. Lexington at Murfreesboro Central. Fayetteville at Santa Fe. Nashville Christian welcomes Columbia Academy at the Playing for Cure tournament. CPA versus Sevier County. Lebanon in Knoxville Halls. Montgomery Central and South Doyle. Station Camp plays Morristown East. At the Grand Slam Challenge, Green Hill and Shelbyville will play. Smyrna versus Blackman. Columbia Central versus Laverne, Clarksville versus Rockvale, Hardin Valley versus Siegel, Mount Juliet and Tullahoma, Endsworth and Clarksville, Warren County and Dixon County, all of those Friday first pitch weather pending. Saturday, Mount Pleasant at Richland, Zion Christian at Moore County, Lexington hosts Wilson Central, Clarksville Northeast at Henry County, Loretto will be at Columbia Academy, Father Ryan will be at MTCS. It'll be uh, playing for cure 
on Saturday. CPA and Pigeon Forge, Lebanon versus Bearden, McMinn Central, and Station Camp. Science Hill, CPA, Station Camp, and Kings Academy. At the Grand Slam Challenge, Shelbyville and Mount Juliet will face off Dixon County and Blackman, Coffee County versus Oakland, Rockville. We'll take on Shelbyville, Clarksville, and Siegel. Coffee County will also play Siegel. Lexington takes on Stewart's Creek, and the Red Hawks also take on Tullahoma. Father Ryan versus uh, Tullahoma, uh, Warren County, and Green Hill. Columbia Central will take on Innsworth. Smyrna versus Clarksville Beach versus Dixon County. At the East Robertson Spring Break event, Macon County and East Robertson, Sycamore, Trousdale County, Portland takes on Gordonsville. Summertown will play DCA, Trousdale County, will play Summertown and Clarksville Northwest versus Springfield. Springfield will also take on DCA. High school softball on Saturday, Portland will take on Fulton, Shelbyville versus Blackman Loretto at Community. At the Spring Classic, Father Ryan and Macon County will play MTCS versus Macon County. The Commando Classic, Independence will take on William Blunt, Beach in Oakland, Green Hill, Oakland, White County Page. Page will also play Corinth out of Mississippi, Riverdale. They'll take on Gibbs and the Lady Knights. Rockvale will play Creekwood and Westridge. Columbia Academy will take on Siegel. Smyrna will play William Blunt. And Lebanon, Cheatham County will take on Bearden and Laverne. Creekwood plays Sycamore. Gallatin will take on Bearden and Laverne. Hendersonville, the host, will take on Corinth for Mississippi and White County. Lebanon will play William Blunt. Columbia Academy will take on Wilson Central. Nolensville will take on Gibbs and the Lady Knights. Clarksville will play Beach and Green Hill. Dixon County versus Wilson Central and Siegel and at the Zion Christian Invitational pool play that has been canceled. Uh, the Commando Classic continues, uh, let's see, I believe that's it there. Uh, Zion Christian, this is boys soccer now, will take on Columbia Academy. At the Smoky Mountain Cup, Fairview versus Pigeon Forge, Knox West versus Siegel. Uh, Brentwood will take on McGill Tulin from Alabama. Station Camp will take on Cornerstone Christian from Texas. Station Camp will also play Fayetteville from Arkansas at the Red Raider Tournament. It is uh, Green Hill and Fayetteville. Uh, That's Tennessee Fayetteville. That is Tennessee Fayetteville? <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. I uh, appreciate that. Uh, Smoky Mountain Cup continues. Coffee County and Fayetteville and Valor Collegiate versus Hendersonville. Uh, college baseball weekend series looks like this. Jacksonville State is at Lipscomb. Hey, there's right up the road there, Chris. Yep. Uh, Wofford was at Belmont. Austin P will take on St. Louis. Uh, doubleheader on Saturday, and we'll continue on Sunday. And then the Blue Raiders uh, welcome Old Dominion just uh, just across the way here from Murphy Center. Uh, Tennessee and South Carolina will play uh, in Division Two. Uh, Trevecca has a series against Ohio Dominican. Cumberland will take on Campbellsville and Columbia State at Ball State. It's a doubleheader today. A weekend series for college softball. Tennessee uh, at SEMO. Lipscomb at North Florida. Belmont at Austin P. MTSU welcomes Southern Miss. And Arkansas is at Tennessee. Division II softball. Kentucky Wesleyan at Trevecca. It is Cumberland at Pikeville. Uh, Columbia State at Vol State. Men's basketball coming up uh, today, 4-15. No, tomorrow, Saturday, that is tomorrow. Tennessee at Michigan, or versus Michigan. It is uh, in the NIT. Dayton will be at Vanderbilt on Sunday at 2. That's on the deuce. And MTSU will play Saturday. Is that here? No, it's no it will not be here. Daytona, that's right. California Baptist. That's right, their tournament is down there. In the, the, in the CBI. The CBI. 
Uh, women's basketball, Tennessee in the uh, NCAA will take on Buffalo Saturday at 2. That's on ABC. And Belmont will play Oregon 4.30 on the Deuce. NBA tonight, the Grizzlies take on the Hawks. And Sunday, they are at the Rockets in Houston. NHL, the Preds are hosting Toronto Saturday at 6 on Valley Sports South. And we've got uh, MLS action on what day? Saturday? Uh, yes, Nashville sorry. SC no, at it's tonight. Tonight? Sorry. Yeah. Uh, Nashville SC at Real Salt Lake. That's 830. It's on My TV 30. And that, I believe, will do it for our Friday rundown. This is brought to you by ChooseChip.net. All right, guys. J.P. Plant, you are my hero. That was the longest rundown in the history Ever. of our rundowns. Ever. Yeah, this, Set new uh, limits. we are, we're going to watch somebody fall, and it's going to be our fault. <laughs> oh, well. Um, but also, watch where you're walking, mm-hmm. you know. Yep. Anyway, um, real quick, we've had a top story all week, and we don't really have time to get into it, but. It's not really a whole lot to get into other than we're excited to hear the historical league names for minor league baseball are back. We, we are excited to hear International League and Pacific Coast League and Southern Texas League, league instead of AAA East and AAA West and AAA South and the, the like. And apparently what, what MLB didn't tell us about that was the reason they did that last year was because MLB had to acquire those the names. use of those names, which if they had told us that last year, it would have been a lot easier to, to, to <laughs> digest. Yeah, yeah. But transparency ain't their thing. Not always, not always. They, 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 they do struggle with that sometimes, but at least we got them back. And, uh, and Nashville and Memphis are now in the International League, which has been about 20 or 30 years coming. Been, it's been a while. I'm glad to see it. Super excited. Uh, and same league that we had last year, same teams will be in it. But, but it, it is an actual league name now. So when you hang the banner, it won't look goofy. Yeah, exactly. And we're going to hang some banners. Bye, George. All right, that's it. That's it. Let's, uh, let's take a quick break. We've got uh, former East Nashville basketball coach, current Summit coach, Jim Fay joining us to talk about the last time the Eagles made the state finals and his experience during said state finals appearance. Uh, The Eagles advanced to the state finals yesterday, so over with a win over Power Center Academy. So we'll talk to Jim Fay on the other side of the break. Stick around. Main Street Sports Today returns after this. Hey folks, while we take a quick break from the show, I want to tell you about our friends over at Custom Stone Handlers in downtown Columbia. Ed Rich and his team at Custom Stone Handlers believe in leadership. And outside of the military, our greatest leader building platform is sports. Custom Stone Handlers proudly encourages young people to get in the game 
You can contact them today at 931-490-4990 or visit customstonehandlers.com. Jones and Lang Sporting Goods here in Columbia has been outfitting teams, officials, and anybody else from T-ball to college for 50-plus years. Be sure and check them out at 931-388-8060 or online at jonesandlang.com. Jones and Lang Sporting Goods, the look of a winner. Zion Christian Academy, zioneagles.org or 931-388-5731. You can schedule your appointment. Go toward their campus. It is beautiful over there, and you're definitely going to want to see it. Again, it's zioneagles.org. Give them a call, 931-388-5731, and schedule your tour today. Are you an enthusiastic sports fan? Want to have fun and get in on the action? Heck, yes. That'd be awesome. Have great attention to detail? Want to stay active? Definitely. Want to give back to the student-athletes in your community? Obviously, yes! Then you'd make an excellent high school sports official. We need more officials in Tennessee. Because with no high school officials, there are no high school sports. Sign up today at highschoolofficials.com. Welcome back in Main Street Sports today as I am looking at the South Carolina Lady Gamecocks uh, taking on Howard in the NCAA tournament. The 21-9 Howard group at halftime trailed 44-4, which is a record for least points allowed in a half in uh, NCAA tournament women's action. They lead now 52-8 with 3.49 to go in the third quarter. Uh, do the Lady Gamecocks. So that's that's interesting, to say the least. Um, but, yeah, we are here live on location from the Murphy Center, the Glass House in Murfreesboro, as we are currently watching Class 4A semifinals between Dobbins Bennett out of Kingsport and Bartlett out of Memphis. The That's Bartlett out of Bartlett, they would tell you. <laughs> I'm sure they would. I'm sure they would. <laughs> but they've got a Bartlett mailing address. Yeah. But you're not wrong. Nonetheless. Yes. Yes. Uh, at the end of the third quarter, Dobbins been at 49, Bartlett 45. Bartlett, the winners over Kane Ridge, uh, ruining our chances to watch Marlon Sims coach today. And that's unfortunate, but at least we get to talk to one of the all-time Metro Nashville greats. Coach Jim Fay joins us now on Main Street Sports today to reminisce a little bit. I, I was hesitant when I called him about this because I'm not sure that it's it's a reminiscent occasion for Jim, <laughs> to be honest. But um, East Nashville, with their 64-53 win yesterday over Power Center, advances to the um, Class 2A state championship game tomorrow. That game will be at 11 o'clock here at MTSU. It's the Eagles' first state championship appearance since 2014 when they faced off against Jackson Southside in the state finals in Class AA. And unfortunately for Coach Fay, that was a game that he was unable to be on the sidelines for. And I'll let Coach Fay take it from here. <laughs> Coach, how are you? 
Hey, I'm doing good. How are you guys? Yeah, good, good, Jim. Um, just talking about East Nashville's last visit to the state finals and the situation where you were, you were unable to be on the sidelines for that game, and, and as a result, tomorrow will be Avery Patton's second opportunity to coach in a state championship game. Absolutely. I mean, I think he'll do a great job. I, I think they're set up to win. Uh, they've been my pick from the get-go this year. They have looked pretty impressive in their two games over here in Murfreesboro. Um, we've we've kind of talked a couple of times in passing about that 2014 game against Southside, Jim. Um, how tough is it to have your team in a state championship game and not be able to coach them? <laughs> That's it's pretty unbearable, but at the time, uh, uh, I wasn't feeling like I was worried about basketball. I was laying in, I think we had the women's locker room there at MTSU, and if, if I'm not, unless COVID has changed it with all the cleaning and everything, I probably got some DNA somewhere still in that locker room. <laughs> um, it, was, uh, it, it was a rough day for me. Um, Audra Martin, who was the uh, sportscaster at Channel 2 at the time, came in to check on me and apparently I looked worse than death because she immediately went out and got uh, some paramedics and they came in and gave me two IVs and I managed to stumble out there for the second half and sit on the bench but uh, I was I was in rough shape at, at the worst possible time to be in that shape I would think as a coach I mean you, you just have to feel a little helpless I would imagine uh, you know, I did, and I was, you know, when I did come out there, we were in a position to win the game, and uh, Avery and I talked, you know, briefly about it, and I'm, you know, I just didn't have a feel for how the game was going, the flow of the game, you know, when you're out of it, you're out of it, and, and I didn't, uh, I didn't know how the game had been called, I had some ideas, and I started to, to put them in, and I felt like he had done the work to get them into that position to win the game. So I, I just say, do what you think is best because I trust him. And, and, and he did a great job. And, you know, when it was all said and done, they made uh, they made a few more plays than us in the second overtime. But uh, we had a chance, great kids uh, that we had there at East. And, uh, you know, I love that team. It was really a special group. It just didn't work out. So a rematch then? No, no, no. no. This will be East Nashville and Milan. Oh, that's Southside's in Southside's in three. Southside's in three mm -hmm. Sorry, no. I, I was like Southside just won, so yeah. I'm very confused. <laughs> no, that's interesting. So uh, you know, we watched East Nashville play in that quarterfinal game against Summertown, and they've got a couple of really good kids, senior senior kids, and I, I'm sure that you've seen them a couple of times. Did you see this coming uh, from? From what you saw of this team over the last couple of years, did you did you see that this this team specifically had the best opportunity to do what they're about to do? Um, you know, I've watched them. So when, when I left, I left, and Jared Taylor had just come over as a uh, freshman, came over Christmas from uh, Innsworth High School, and he played for me. I ended up coaching our JV team that year as well. And he ended up uh, playing on that uh, freshman sophomore. Well, I say JV is a freshman sophomore league in Metro, and uh, he helped us win the championships. So I knew he was going to be really good. There were some other good pieces there. Willie Wilson was uh, a player there. He didn't play on that particular team. He was playing varsity only. 
And then I had a few other guys that were really, uh, you know, good players there. So when I left East, I did leave a, a state tournament team. I had no doubt that they would get back to the state tournament. And, um, you know, there's been some pieces added. I, I felt pretty good. Uh, at the time, I had uh, Isaiah Jones that was there with me and played in the state tournament when we made the semifinals in 2019. And his younger brother is, is Jalen Jones. So I felt like Jalen would come to East. But, uh, but you know, things change over time. But fortunately, uh, he came to East. And he and, and Jared Taylor and Willie and uh, also Jordan Crawford that came over as well. They came, Jordan and uh, Jalen came from the same middle school, uh, Brick Church, I believe. And uh, those guys have been really, really good over there. I felt good about their opportunity to be highly successful. Well, they've certainly lived up to it, <laughs> and it's been a great run for East Nashville as an athletic program in general. I, I was involved in a, in a little Facebook chat. There's not a whole lot of metro schools that have had a boys' basketball team and a football team in the state finals in the same school year, which um, – is what East Nashville is looking at right now, having played Alcoa in the um, Class 3A football championship game back in December. So um, pretty short list. But, again, um, just kind of a testament to a great run well, of like, athletes. Uh, I like the basketball team's chance better than the football team. There's, there's, no, there's no Alcoa. There's no Alcoa in this league, in, uh, in this division in basketball, I can tell you that. <laughs> yeah, this Milan team um, – you know, they, they've come out of West Tennessee. They've been a little unheralded. I'm interested to see how this ball game goes tomorrow. But Milan, Milan beat Fairview in the sectionals, um, which Fairview had lost to um, Summertown in their region finals there. But um, up here in, Murf in Murfreesboro, Milan has beaten York Institute. 62-55 in the quarters, and then they beat uh, Tyner out of Chattanooga, 59-41 yesterday afternoon to claim that other championship game berth. And we're going to talk to Michael Odom from the Mile and Mirror Exchange here later in the show, but the, the comment that he made to me in um, describing that ball game with Tyner was, you know, it turned into a bar fight, and Tyner didn't want any part of it. I would advise the Bulldogs to be careful <laughs> getting of maintaining that mindset going into tomorrow. Yeah, that's uh, that's not the way you want to be uh, going into something with East Nashville because they're, they're going to throw they're going to throw down with the best of them. They're going to be they very comfortable in that environment. Oh, absolutely. They're going to they're going to get after it. They, I mean, you're talking uh, with Jalen. You you got one of the top point guards in the entire country. And uh, Jared Taylor is probably, for a Mr. Basketball finalist, he's probably one of the most un unheralded kids that you're ever going to run into as well. And that's the thing; those kids at East are tough kids. They're not, they're not, uh, they're not uh, bad kids. They are tough. They they can handle situations, and they're going to compete every second of the way. And, and you got to, and they get it from Avery. Avery's the tough guy. He's he's going to push them out there and he's going to have them fight back. Anything that comes at them, they're going to come right back with it. Jim Faye, Summit Basketball Coach with us here on Main Street Sports today. Um, Jim, as we wrap up, Lebanon is getting ready to take the floor at the end of this 
Dobbins-Bennett Bartlett game, which with 339 remaining in regulations, Dobbins-Bennett leads at 56-53. But Lebanon takes on Bearden in the other semifinal game, and you are one of the few teams, one of the few coaches to have beaten Jim McDowell and these Blue Devils this time around. I don't know how much you've kept up with them over the second half of the season, but what, what are your expectations out of that bunch here over this, this next game and perhaps one more tomorrow? Yeah, I'm still trying to figure out how I could beat them and not hardly anybody else this year. But uh, they are really talented. They lost one of their talented guards and honestly haven't missed a beat. Um, so they could even have even better personnel. But uh, I tell you what, McDowell's done a great job. I've, I've kept up with him. Um, he's been he's been all over people every step of the way. You got to understand, he's got a uh, he's got a uh, what a six eight uh, junior. I think Hall is a, Jared Hall's a junior, mm-hmm. um, and he is uh, he is a he's the real deal. I mean, he's a. He's a power power five basketball player, uh, really talented kid. Um, but people don't don't think about Yarn Alexander. I don't know if I said that right or not. Yarn or Yarn, but that guy could play, and uh, I was really concerned about him. He just does. He hasn't had the hype that uh, Jared Hall has had, but Alexander can flat out play. He can he can do a lot of things. So I think it's going to be a really interesting game. Um, McDowell's done a great job. You know, Bearden, Bearden looked uh, pretty impressive. I guess they led Kane uh, Ridge most of the way. I didn't see a lot of that game, but uh, kind of gone back and checked out bits and pieces of it from uh, NFHS uh, video. But yeah, I think it ought to be a really top-notch game. I, I mean, tradition-wise, you'd have to give the edge to uh, Bearden. But uh, the, uh, the way Lebanon played uh, day before yesterday, it certainly didn't look like they had any hesitations or uh, deer in the headlights feel from you know their first uh, state tournament game the other day. I thought they were really impressive. Didn't look like the Murphy Center bothered them too much at all. You're right. Yarn Alexander was the district MVP, I believe, in that district. So certainly uh, hit – his normal foes know just how good Yarn Alexander is, but do, does everyone else? That's the question. We'll find out later today. But, Coach Faye, thank you so much for taking some time with us. We appreciate it as always. Appreciate you having me, guys. All right, when we come back, we'll talk some March Madness in the college ranks as the NCAA tournament got a little crazy last night. It's not gotten very crazy today, unfortunately. But it did, it, did get some, it did get wild last night. So we'll talk about that when we come back here on Main Street Sports Today. Back after this. folks while we take a quick break from the show i want to tell you about our friends over at custom stone handlers in downtown columbia ed rich and his team at custom stone handlers believe in leadership 
And outside of the military, our greatest leader-building platform is sports. Custom Stone Handlers proudly encourages young people to get in the game. You can contact them today at 931-490-4990 or visit customstonehandlers.com. Jones and Lang Sporting Goods here in Columbia has been outfitting teams, officials, and anybody else from T-ball to college for 50-plus years. Be sure and check them out at 931-388-8060 or online at jonesandlang.com. Jones and Lang Sporting Goods, the look of a winner. Zion Christian Academy, zioneagles.org or 931-388-5731. You can schedule your appointment. Go toward their campus. It is beautiful over there, and you're definitely going to want to see it. Again, it's zioneagles.org. Give them a call, 931-388-5731, and schedule your tour today. A game without a crowd is just a scrimmage. A performance without an audience is just a rehearsal. Without your presence, high school sports and the performing arts aren't possible. Ensure that these essential extracurricular activities continue to enrich the lives of students in Tennessee. Purchase a ticket to your local high school's game or performance. This message presented by the TSSAA. You know, with the blue seats in here and everybody wearing blue, it kind of just looks like... <laughs> looks like a home game for Lebanon coming up, huh? <laughs> or, or for Bartlett right now, who is wearing their royal blue uniforms, and or that MTSU may be playing at some point. It's just been... It is wild in here, man. What a, what a scene. A great crowd in the Glass House for this Friday afternoon series of high school basketball games. Very excited. 112 left here in the first first class four A yes. semifinal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, this is this is the first game. Dobbins been at trailing Bartlett 58-57. Let's talk about some other tournament action at the collegiate level as last night the NCAA tournament got a little crazy. Um, that's, one every, way, that's one way to put it. Everybody's bracket is busted. Just, just forget it. I thought I, I saw that there were like 161 left, which my hat is off to the 161 that picked St. Peter's. Yeah, I'm down three Sweet 16 teams already after one day. I've not looked yet, and... But I guess now is as good a time as any. Yeah, I, I, UConn got me, Kentucky got me, and Iowa. So the five twelve got me twice. I started to pick New Mexico State, and then I figured, surely not. Surely not. Surely not. And surely they did. And yet here we are. Exactly. Yeah. So uh, let's see. So I know I lost that one. Well, I guess the real question, how far did each of you have Kentucky? I had Kentucky in the final four. I did too. I had Kentucky in the Sweet 16, losing to Purdue. So I lost UConn. Um, You lost UConn, Kentucky. I lost Kentucky. What did Virginia Tech and Purdue do? They both won, right? Purdue and Virginia Tech both won. 
Arizona. Wait, no, Virginia Tech has not played. Purdue is winning 63 to 39. Oh, They're going okay, to that's win. That's right. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, I did pick Michigan over Colorado State. Well, good job. Yeah. No one cares. <laughs> <laughs> um, San Diego State beat Creighton. Uh, San Diego yes. State and Creighton. In an overtime game. That's right. It was That was overtime, overtime as well. Yes. So there was, no, Creighton there, won. Creighton won? Creighton won 72-69. That's right. Then I lost San Diego State. I lost oh, Iowa. Brutal. But I had Providence beating Iowa in the second round anyway. Yeah, yeah. I think we had three OT games yesterday. There were a lot. And there were and two of course, them in Indiana. And they were back-to-back games. <laughs> yeah. And then, of course, there was the, the last game of the first four, Notre Dame and Rutgers, and Rutgers went to double overtime. I right. fell asleep on that one. Oh, I didn't. I fell asleep on Murray last night. I didn't. I, I, I just I couldn't handle it. Oh, wow. Oh. Everything but the shot. Anyway. That's a walk. <laughs> a, we're calling the game here on this. Goodness. From from the uh, the from the cheap seats, the cheap seats <laughs> up here, the bleachers right. yeah. at, at Middle Tennessee State. Section L. Yeah, if if you are inside the Murphy Center, the four uh, additional bleacher sets are pushed out on the end zones on each end zone so or baseline i guess yeah if you're and if you're in murphy center come see us yeah, yeah we are in section l and we'd love to hang out with you we might put a we might put we might a, uh, a, mic a microphone face. in front of your face yeah. <laughs> but uh one team that don't, we didn't don't come up here quiet that's right yeah <laughs> one team we didn't lose mo was the tennessee volunteers who took very good care of longwood lancers 88 56 after Longwood stayed in it pretty early, which you expect in those type of games, but the three ball. Tennessee was able to knock down the three, and that's how you win in the NCAA tournament. Did they hit 11 in the first half? No, No, they they hit eight 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 in the first first half. half. Yeah. And and they were from everywhere. Yeah. Vescovy had four himself. And, 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 And Triple J. Josiah Jordan James had a couple. Good Lord. Just a really good. He, he might turn pro just off this postseason. <laughs> it, what he has done in the SEC tournament and this tournament yeah. to this point, he's as good as we expected him to be. Uh, and I think one of the things that, that a lot of people have not had, don't give Rick Barnes credit for is much like Brian Snicker, he kind of stuck with his guys and said, listen, we might lose a couple here and there, but when it gets crunch time, they know I believe in them, and they have the ability, and they have the confidence in themselves. And because I've is, shown confidence Because in I've them. shown confidence, and that is worth its weight in gold. You know what? That's a heck of a parallel there, Brian Snitker, Rick Barnes. It really is, but, because I've called for both of their firings in the middle of the year. And, and you and you probably weren't wrong at some points either, but you know, yeah, that I mean, I, I like that, and like you said, Rick has put some people out there at some times when we've not necessarily agreed with them being put out there, but he's won a lot more games than we have. He has, as a matter of fact, uh, every win he gets is another one more than I've got. And, and so. speaking of winning games, it looks like Dobbins Bennett is getting about ready to win this one. Wow, I did not. I wasn't paying attention, and man, that's that's yeah, not what I expected. Fifty-nine, fifty-eight. Dobbins Bennett with eleven point six ticks remaining, and at the line shooting two. So. Yeah, but if you miss one, who knows? It's going to be a lot of fun to see. Uh, 
to see this state finals game, no matter who it is, yeah. in that Class 4A because it will be the first ever Class 4A. So. All right. Uh, but we, we would be remiss if we did not talk about um, the Peacocks hmm. of hmm. St. Peter's. I know personally that sound that you hear is Kentucky fans turning us oh. off. <laughs> no doubt. Yeah, tough, tough night for uh, at the behind the arc for Kentucky and not so much for St. Peter's. And in order to upset a team like that, that's what you have to do. You have to make threes and the, your opponent can't. That's how you get upsets in the NCAA tournament, especially at the 15-2 level. And St. Peter's was able to do it. I mean, a, a great performance from the Peacocks, a great performance from, uh, I just call him Mustache. Because what, what is that kid's uh, name? Ever, was Ed, it Everett? Ed, no, it's E.D. something. Edlin? Mike Edlin? Something like that. He did have an incredible catch and shoot mm-hmm. there late. And they ran some good stuff for yes, him late did. as well. So. Yeah. Um, his, his name was Edert? Edert. Yeah, he had 20 points in that one. How many? How many threes? He was two, two for two. He was only two of two from three. Are we sure it's not Banks? Nope. That's Daryl Banks was was phenomenal as well. Just again, they were nine of 17 from behind the arc. Kentucky four of 15, and again, that's how that's how you win, especially when Kentucky makes more free throws than you shot. Kentucky went to the line 35 times. They were 23 of 35. St. Peter's only went to the line 21 times, but they were incredibly efficient, 18 of 21. Ooh. Ooh. That's that, impressive. That's how you stun a team like Kentucky. Yeah, and, and they certainly did. <laughs> I mean, congratulations to St. Peter's. They busted every bracket in the country, all but 150-something who are all St. Peter's uh, graduates. Oh, no question. No question. <laughs> i tell you what, man. Um, Vermont was almost right there with them. Well, so I actually picked Vermont over Arkansas because, I, I mean, I really didn't think Arkansas was in a great position. And I thought Vermont had great guards, and I picked Vermont. Obviously, you know, they came up just a bit short. Not, you know, 75-71 Arkansas. Okay, so I'll, I'll let you in on the secret here. I'm the ultimate homer, I guess, because I picked Gonzaga to win it all. But you got SEC everywhere else. UT, Auburn, Kentucky. <laughs> so. I, I am, not, and you almost didn't pick Gonzaga. I almost did not pick Gonzaga. And Matter let me, of fact, let me go on record let's go on with record that one now. right now. I really studied long and hard on taking um, on taking Memphis over Gonzaga in tomorrow's game. I didn't ultimately, but no, no. overtime, no overtime. Remember how I said that that Lebanon game wasn't going to get off at two thirty. <laughs> It may not get off at 3.30. Well, the madness is uh, contagious. It really is. It has trickled down. Man. (laughs) Madness has trickled down here to the glass house where Dobbins Bennett hits a three-pointer at the buzzer to uh, thwart Moe's assertion that Dobbins Bennett was getting ready to win a chance to play for a state final. Well, 
It, it's been delayed if, at the very least. Yeah. <laughs> so um, anyway. So Memphis beating Gonzaga, would that surprise you as tomorrow, JP? Would that surprise you? If Memphis beats Gonzaga? Yeah. Uh, yeah, it would surprise me a little bit. Gonzaga's – I've got Gonzaga winning it all. It wouldn't shock me, uh, but it would surprise me a little bit. I mean, Memphis definitely has the talent to, to win that game. And we saw that Gonzaga against a really athletic uh, Georgia State team had some issues. Now, they figured it out. Once Timmy got going, um, they well, couldn't stop Well, I think Georgia them. State had some folks foul out. Though, they, they had some foul issues, Early. too. Yeah. yeah and, uh, and they didn't have much depth, and so that – that really hurt them. Memphis obviously has a lot more size that can compete against Timmy. So I expect it to be more competitive, but uh, I think Gonzaga certainly will will find a way. Well, should be fun. Let's, should be. Let's take halftime break here and then to get back to the second half here in just a few minutes on Main Street Sports today.